Amen, church. Amen, church. This we the Lord has brought us a mighty long way. Has brought us uh, to the last Sunday in the month of December, and that is worth a praise. I don't know about you. There are people that started this journey this time last year. They're not here. Their memories live on, and of course, their presence in our hearts live on. But the Lord has saw fit to allow our days to continue for a purpose. So we need to give him glory. We need to give him honor. We need to give him praise because he's up to something. And whatever he's up to is none of our business, okay? <laughs> none of our business. All right, but I do thank you um, for giving honor to God who is the sustainer and the keeper of my life. And then, of course, to uh, your very fine uh, pastor and first lady, can you give them a hand? You, I'm telling you, just constantly, constantly don't know. I'm so thankful for what um, God is doing uh, in their lives, in their ministry, in their family. And I know I shared with him, I said, um, I would probably be uh, a newspaper article or I'd be a uh, news clip um, if it wasn't for my, uh, my family. And I consider, of course, you know, as you know, my, I tell you, my, my godmother is a member of this church. My god grandmother is a member of this church. My god brother, my god sisters, my god <laughs> And I told him, I said, you know, I think the, 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 the key word in that family relationship is God, okay? And I really do thank um, the Lord for what he's done and how he sustained me uh, when uh, things fell off to the left and fell off to the right. I've been able to just do some things. So I want you to help me to just honor someone that means a lot. I can't tell her enough how much I love her. I appreciate her. My godmother, Michelle Davis. And my and mom's not here, but I'll give you her flowers so you can give her when she comes. Ah, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know I I just um you know what COVID has done since uh there's just like I said some of you know you're here today you're gone tomorrow you're here today you're gone today uh so I just want to I never. Uh, try want to go and to, to let it be um, unknown how I feel about my family. So um, thank you very much for indulging me with that. Uh, then giving you, uh, give you greetings from Mount Pleasant Church Ministries where uh, the pastor is the fine Bishop Clifford M. Johnson um, and uh, where I have the opportunity to teach at the Mount Pleasant Christian School and the wonderful fourth grade geniuses there. All right. So let's just pray for a moment. Most gracious Father, I thank and praise you for this day and this time that we have together. And thank you, Lord, for allowing us to get to this point and to come to this point. And we just bless you, Lord, because we know that during the season, it brings about a lot of different feelings, Lord, where we're celebrating the, uh, the birth of your son into the earth realm. But also, Lord, we look at sometimes those that are no longer around the table or around the Christmas tree. So, Lord, we pray right now that you would continue to do as you've done for, Lord, to meet us at our very need. We pray right now, Lord, you would just bless the ears that they may hear. And, Lord, that you would just allow your word to minister as it has done. So we thank you and we praise you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I teach at Mount Pleasant Christian School. And um, 
my students have uh, the uh, responsibility to learn scripture. And one of the scriptures that they learned um, had kind of been ringing in my, my spirit. And I want to just give a little caveat because I know you are taught. And I think sometimes when, when pastor invites me, I'm like, oh, wow, maybe I'll get up there and teach. I said, no. <laughs> I said, I ain't going to try. I, he teaches better than I teach. So I teach. I said, let me stay in my lane and do what I need to do because I ain't trying to pick up where he left off. <laughs> we'll keep it moving. Now, if he tell me to do it, I'll do it. But what I wanted to do is just drop something in your spirit, which I think hopefully will help you, not only today, but in the days to come. So we look at Isaiah 9, 6. It's a very familiar scripture. And, of course, we hear it all the time. But um, as I looked at it and thought about it, some other things came to mind. So I'll wait for you to give you a minute or so to turn to it, and then we can read it together. I'm reading probably the King James Version, Isaiah 9, verse 6. All right, let's read it together. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And, of course, this is a very popular uh, scripture, especially during this time. But today I just want to just talk to you just around the, the theme of for unto us, for unto us, for unto us. Um, if you know the scripture and you um, uh, are a um, Bible um, um, studier, uh, Isaiah was a prophet. He was one of the major prophets, but he basically prophesied about two different, well, three different things. He, prophe he prophesied about the pre-captivity. He prophesied about the captivity and then the post-captivity. And as he was basically talking to the nation of Israel about what was actually going on in their life, and they were now finding themselves in one of those three stages, we find here in 9 that he's now talking to them about the Messiah. So looking at the scripture, we can't take it out of context. It is about the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But I want to talk mainly about what he's actually saying and how we can glean from what he was saying. Because I think it's just not as simple as a baby being born in a manger that it's more than that. Because when we think of actually what he said, he says, for a child is born. And children are the only thing that can be born. Offspring, all right? That talks about a person's nature, their humanity. But then he said a son is given. Not born, a son is given. And we know that John 3.16 says, uh, for God so loved the world that he did what? He gave his only begotten son. So we have two different, we see two different sides of the, um, of the same person I want to talk about because we have Jesus and his humanity and we have Jesus and his deity. And I believe in these days and times, we have got to be in touch with, wait a minute, this is my humanity, 
and this is my deity. Yes, I wear a mask because of my humanity. I continue to worship God and move about and minister because of my, his deity. That I have got to either have a trust and a faith in God that can move, that created the earth and everything else, and that he is bigger than COVID. He doesn't need a strain. <laughs> no strain going to be created that he said, oh, my grace, what about that strain? I didn't think about that one. But also, in my, in my humanity, I must do what makes me safe and others safe. So in today's time, you must understand that sometimes you, you have to go from one side to the other. But I think it's not. So as I talk about it, I want to talk about three things, these names that were given to him, and then how they really can then minister to us. Because, yes, we know unto us. A child was born. And unto us, a son is given. Now, as I was studying a few minutes ago, it said that in Hebrew uh, poetry, we realized that repetition was very important. That the, that the writer um, said something over and over again because it was very important. And so it's really what I want you to walk away with is unto us. Me and you, turn to your neighbor and say, unto us. That's you. Say, that's you. And me. Us. For unto us. And again, I know that what happens, we know that he came to his own. He came to the nation of Israel and they rejected him. But that doesn't mean that, that he's still not going to rule and reign for them. He's still their king. But then when in God's perfect plan that the Israelites, the Jewish people, rejected him. Then, of course, he had in his plan, all right, the Gentiles who we are. So what does it say? All right, what, so what did we get? What was actually there? For unto us a child is born, a son is given, his humanity and his deity. Well, there are things in the name of, in, in the, in the, in, there's some significant things in the word of names. I know now people name their children, that sounds cute, you know, that's nice, you know. It was a time you named them after a relative or you, they were a junior or, or you wanted them what I want them to be, but, but now they just, you know, you know, Shaniqua, Shaniquin, oh, you know, Rafia. They just think of names. First, they can't spell, but then all of a sudden, then they don't have any real meaning. And then some of the meaning, again, your name should identify who you are. And in biblical times, that's what they did. So when you named a person, then basically that told you about who they were. So Jesus was called Emmanuel. One of my famous names for him, because that means God with us. And I don't care where I'm at, what I'm doing, what the situation is, God is with me. I don't care how dirty it is, how, how great it is, how, how, how I feel about it, God is with me. 
So I love that name, Emmanuel. I love that name. I love the song, Emmanuel. I just love it because I tell you, when everybody else walks away, when everybody else leaves me, when everybody else don't want to be bothered with me, when everybody else say I'm stupid and I'm dumb and that's crazy and I'm, be, I'm doing too much, when all that, God is with me, Emmanuel. But then he talks about some names here that are, I think are very important. He says, Counselor. Counselor. Well, 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 Minister Baker, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big boy now. I'm a big girl now. And no one tells me anything. But I don't know about you, but sometimes in my humanity, I need a counselor. Sometimes, even though I have lived a good life, I have, I, you know, I've seen a lot of things, been a lot of places, I sometimes can't figure some stuff out. A lot of times, you know, you know, Pastor and I will talk to each other, and, 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 and sometimes I'm gleaning from him, he's gleaning from me, because what happens is sometimes you just need counsel. Ultimately, you make the decision. But counsel, good counsel, the Bible says is good. You need good counsel. Well, the good thing that I like about God, and, and I don't know about you, but I learned when my, maybe my 30s, 40s, if you want some good counsel, find somebody that lived a little while, that been a place or two, done a thing or two. I used to sit around people that my, my you know, older people, and I said, what's about this? How do you do this? What was the situation with that? And I realized I was getting nuggets of wisdom. Do you, can you imagine where our young people would be today? If they understood that lesson, that we ain't been around the boat, been around the corner in so long that we can't remember, we don't know nothing, we ain't done nothing, we ain't been nowhere, we know a little something, little something. So, so yes, God has made, you know, uh, men, you know, ministers, pastors, they're men, spiritual people that he speaks to for counsel, but sometimes you're just getting around someone, and then our humanity, we can actually then get counsel. But sometimes people all messed up, junked up, messed up, had some problems, counsel all off. In my deity, I seek the word of God. The word of God you can always find. The answer to any situation, question, or problem. So, the Bible says, unto us is given a counselor. Both in the flesh, because Jesus dwelt in the flesh. But then also in the spiritual, in the sense of, yes, he's even there now ready to give us counsel by praying and asking him, by asking him. So sometimes all we need to do is whisper a prayer, seek his face, and he will answer, lead, guide, and direct. Counselor. For to unto us is given a counselor. You don't have to worry about what to do, when to do it, how to do it all the time. Sometimes just seek counsel. But then it also says, 
not just a counselor. What is, what is the next thing he is, said he is? The mighty God. So I remember growing up, the issue was always having a bigger older. So if you were going to be in a situation, you got in a fight, you got in a scrap, you needed a what? A bigger and an older. An older cousin, older brother, older, older sister, older, older something that was bigger. So when you found yourself in a problem, what you would then say, I'm going to tell, tell my uncle so-and-so. I'm going to tell my brother so-and-so. You needed a bigger <coughs> and an older. Now, the other thing was, eventually, whether you realize it or not, you became the bigger and the older. You became the one that had to take care of someone that may not be as be where you need to be. But let me tell you, the thing that I like about God is God in the person of Jesus Christ is my bigger and he's my older. He can fight every battle that I have. Now that's hard to find. That's hard to understand because sometimes we don't realize that we really need somebody to fight our battles. I don't know if any of you went out on Friday, but Friday was not the day to be going out. Because you needed a bigger, a older, and a other. People were absolutely, as the kids say, cray, cray. I remember I was in one line, I was getting something, and I'm just sitting in the line, and the guy flipped out, girl said something, turned over this stuff, whole store went up, ran out of place. Didn't know whether I, was, I needed to get on the floor or what, I didn't know what to do. I mean, because now, you know, you go outside and come back with something. I, I don't know what to do. But I'm telling you. And then before that, I was in, in another part of the store, and a woman and man had an issue about somebody jumping in the front of the line. I'm like, are y'all serious? And this woman was fucking, and and, but the thing about it is today, it is so easy. If you think about, and, and they say it's because of COVID, and I think it's because of just so, you know, us emotions, our emotional situation. We're on edge. You know, someone says something, does something, cuts you off, does something, you're getting your feelings, oh, no, no, no. Well, what, 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 what you ain't going to do, what you ain't going to do. I said, okay. And the funny thing about it is, because even though that's my humanity and my deity, <laughs> I have a hard time sometimes getting that deity to get rid of that, that humanity. Road rage is real. <laughs> Calling people out their name is real. And today with it, and so we sometimes we realize that, wait a minute, I ain't got to fight this battle. I told my kid, I'm telling, I'm trying to teach my fourth graders, I said, folks, you don't got to get on that bus don't get on the bus. They ain't going nowhere. Somebody hits you, bumps you. Ready to, I'm like, no, 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 no. But we need to realize that we have a mighty God. And that mighty God says he will fight our battles. We just weren't, weren't given a counselor, but we were given a mighty God. 
he will, he will dispense angels that will fight our battles for us. <coughs> I don't know what 2022 has in store. I have no idea. All I know is I want to be connected more with the mighty God that's able to fight my battles in school, on work, in work, in my families. I want him to fight my battles. Now, I don't know how you were when you grew up, but when I got into a fight or got into a little altercation, and they, and somebody, and I, I told you the bigger and the older, the bigger, older, older come in, blah, 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 blah. you bothering so and so and so and so on. And then I would go and I'd stand back <laughs> and watch it go on. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, but you, but you, sorry, did that now, huh? Yeah, uh-huh, we all that mouth, we all that mouth, we all that mouth, oh, oh, yeah. And that's what we need to do as we are, we are now fighting because we are not fighting flesh and blood. It's spiritual wickedness. People that basically have, are, are, are struggling with the same things we're struggling with, and they may not have the hope. They might not have all the things. So because of that, we have got to know that, wait a minute, Jesus, you do what you need to do with this. You handle this situation. You know that person. You know what they need. You fight the battle. With a, with a counselor, we get guidance, both in our physical and our spiritual. In a mighty God, we find strength in our physical and our spiritual. But then he's an everlasting father. Now, there's, there's a new thing called uh, uh, dedication. And even though, you know, Homer Simpsons and some other people on TV have made, given dads a bad name, you know, there's some good fathers out there. There are men that understand what it means to be a father and the sense of family and doing for their children. Now, they don't get celebrated as much. But the thing that we need to understand about fathers is in your father, you have your identity. It is not my decide, but in God's makeup, he's made it so that the gender and identity of that child is done through the father. Now, that was his creation. So what are you saying then, Minister Baker? I'm saying that we need to understand our identity, who we are, both in the physical and in the spiritual. We need to understand that we're God's anointed. We need to understand we're, we're, we're children of the Most High. We need to understand who our Father is. And a father loves his children. Now, some fathers, I know my biological father was one of them, will say, oh, yeah, that's my child, and gone. Not there. Don't hear him. Don't hear from him. They're not ready for fatherhood. Can't take the responsibility. Ain't my baby. And that's what happens. Now, the thing about that is that does not only physical, 
emotional but psychological damage to that child. I can't tell you how many young people I have counseled, I have, I have, I have mentored, and their whole sense of who they are and where they from and what it's all wrapped up and it's distorted because their fathers have walked away. But in this verse, we see that we have an everlasting father. Once we're born into the family of God, we can't walk away. He won't walk away. Nobody can separate us from him that we can be secure in our identity because he says, that's mine. He's mine. She's mine. Yes, that's my daughter. That's my son. And when he, when they look at, when he looks at us, not in our own righteousness, but in the righteousness of God, he says, I'm well pleased. We found that we have an everlasting father. And that's our, that's our identity. <coughs> but lastly, and this one has really been working with me. This one, I think I, there was a member of our church that um, mother went home to be with, with the Lord, transitioned, and I had given some expressions about this. All right. Not this scripture, but this term. It says that he will be the prince of peace. I can't tell y'all what that one word means to me. Because in this year, if there's anything the enemy has been trying to disturb, it's our peace. Peace on the job, peace in our family, peace with our health, peace in our economy. He has tried to disturb our peace. People ain't sleeping, people ain't eating. You sneeze and somebody done got you ready to go on the ventilator. You cough and they, they rolling down windows. I mean, they, people will, won't say good morning, they wear your mask. I mean, they have tried to just disturb our peace. But beloved, I want you to know and introduce you to the Prince of Peace. That means it's a kind of peace that you can't even describe. A peace that passes all understanding and, and, and our, we can't even begin to understand. And that's the kind of peace we need. COVID-19, 2021, 20, 25, I don't care what you want to call it. I don't care. We need peace. And the scripture I used was, was the one that Jesus had used said in Luke. Where he says, I'm going to give you my peace. So when he began, he was afraid to leave. He said, wait, I'm going to give you peace. Not as the world gives you peace. I'm going to give you great peace. So in our humanity, sometimes we've got to do some things to, do, to be at peace. So you need that bath? Take the bath. Put the bubble balm in there. Light the candles. Be at peace. If you need to take a ride, get communion with nature, do that. Be at peace. 
you need to send some people away somewhere. Hey, you need to go over there, go where I need to <laughs> Tell them, I need peace. But why are you there? Why are you, why are you there? Why are you there? Why are you there? Why are you there? Get in touch and connect it with the Prince of Peace. Let him then talk to you in spirit and, and, and calm you down. Let him go do, do that. Jesus spoke one word. He said, peace. That's what he said. Peace. And everything got still. Peace. Now, here's the last piece. And I thought about this. And I said, this is, this is where I, I, I had to put my Bible down. And I started. I, I said, okay. And this is my own worship thing. So, they don't got to get it. And they ain't happy about it. It's, it, it that's on That's on them. <coughs> if you know about adjectives. Adjectives describe nouns. They magnify or they accentuate nouns. So I said, wait a minute. I'm looking at the scripture, and I said, I see an adjective. And this adjective got me excited. He's my counselor. Got it. Mighty God. Got it. Prince of Peace. Got it. Everlasting Father. Got it. But that word, wonderful. He's my wonderful counselor. He's my wonderful mighty God. He's my wonderful everlasting Father. He's my wonderful Prince of Peace. Now, wonderful, again, you understand it. That means I can't figure it out. I can't ration it out. It's a wonder, but it's full of wonder. So it's wonderful. And that's what made me say, wait a minute, unto me has been given a wonderful counselor, a wonderful mighty God, a wonderful everlasting father, a wonderful prince of peace. Beloveds, if this is my last time you hear from me, remember this. Minister Baker said, our God is wonderful. And because of that, he has come unto us. He was born, he was given. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him.
Lord, for he 